name is Charmaine and I'm the dietitian that helps people reverse type 2 diabetes with plant-based eating and welcome to our podcast. We have Galia here. Hi everyone. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I'm so excited. It is 2022 and me and Galia both feel like this year is going to be big and we're excited to go into this new year with all of you. And what are we going to talk about today, Galia? So we thought it would be fitting to talk about New Year's resolutions now that it's the new year and to just share some, well, a little bit about New Year's resolutions that we both have, how we go about goal setting to help you fine tune yours. Because I think a lot of the time we set resolutions, we set goals for ourselves, but they're not necessarily the best kind of structured goals. And so it becomes really hard to get to that destination that we want to be getting to. So that is our topic today. And I'm just super excited. Like Charmaine said, we both have a feeling that this year is going to be big. And I keep saying it to everyone. I think I sound like a crazy person (laughs) going around being like, this is it. This is going to be the year where things just become super, super great. And that's not to say things aren't great already. You know, I truly think that I'm living the best life that I can, but I just have a really great feeling about this year and just feeling generally positive and excited and hopefully with you know this kind of talk we're going to have today we can kind of help you fine tune the goals that you have in mind yes yes absolutely i agree with you gal yeah it's going to be big now i know that you know a lot of you your goal might be to reverse type 2 diabetes in 2022 because a lot of you have told me that's your goal this year which is super exciting and we're all here for it now i know sometimes when we start new year resolutions we tend to forget about it i mean i am definitely guilty of that i've definitely have forgotten my new year resolution that's why it's more so instead of thinking about the new year I think about okay like what I really want to do in this moment instead of like for 30 days I'm gonna do this right and so a lot of times you know I think a lot of people fail to continue their resolution or a lot of times people feel discouraged because they don't see results already and Galia you're our you know motivational coach so what do you think will help people have a sustainable resolution or something that can actually last and make real life changes? What do you think? I think it's great to have big goals, right? Like we we should all, you know, dream big or you know shoot for the best that we can. I think what happens though is that we just think about that big goal, but we don't necessarily set up a plan on how we're going to get there. So you might be saying, oh yeah, my goal is to reverse my insulin resistance and my type 2 diabetes, you know, Um, but we don't think about how we're going to do that, what the timeline is going to look like, what kind of commitment or, you know, things we're going to have to set up for us to get there. And I think it's really, like I said, it's great to have your big goal in mind, but you also need to spend time planning out how you're going to get there. If you don't, it's just too far ahead to feel like you're making tangible progress towards that goal. So instead, it's great to set yourself up with, you know, so-called action items, things that you can do every day, every week that will have you feeling accomplished and will give you that sense that you're actually working towards that greater goal, as opposed to it just kind of being too far ahead of you. And then you just saying, you know, forget it or just, you know, moving on to something else. So if your goal is to lose weight or to lower your blood sugars, say, right? You can set yourself up by thinking, what are the things that I could do to actually 
make that happen right like what what could I be doing to help me get there you know that could be saying on a Monday I'm going to do my grocery shop and these are the things that I'm going to get to make sure that I'm able to stay on track with food it could be you know I'm going to make sure that I get x amount of steps a day so I can kind of up my general activity level it could be I'm gonna join a gym you know just whatever whatever you think is gonna help you get there just take a step and 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 set out what you're going to do to help you achieve that goal don't just you know put that big goal and then not plan on how you're gonna get there I think that's the hardest part but it's definitely worth sitting down with yourself and and planning that out yeah I love that I love that I would also add on to finding whatever works for you even if it's the Mm -hmm. smallest thing I think a lot of times like you said like people have really big goals and they try to achieve it all in one month like all in January or you know and that's unrealistic and oftentimes that backfires because they're they're discouraged that it didn't work and so one thing that I've been learning is make small actions and small actions that you know may not seem like it's world changing but that small action because it has an accumulation effect long term it's going to change your life so one really great book that I've been reading is called The Slight Edge Uh, my business coach actually gave me that book and what's really cool is that you know in The Slight Edge it talks about things like working out or eating healthy they're really small actions that seem like it doesn't matter in the moment right like let's say if you have a salad rather than burger like you're not gonna feel immediately like skinny afterwards <laughs> you know it's not gonna like maybe you'll feel more energetic but it's not gonna make your diabetes go away in a minute not saying that eating salads will make your diabetes go away but I'm just you know, making an example here but it's one workout isn't going to you know make your diabetes go away but all these you know, small action, even if it's 15 minutes a day, it's going to have an accumulation effect. And I feel like just looking at what will work for you, right? Like if you're not ready to work out yet, that's okay. Like do 15 minutes of walking a day. If you're not ready to do a plant-based diet to reverse your diabetes yet, that's okay. Like start with one meal a day, right? Like just start with something that you think you can do and start small. I think that will definitely make a lasting change. Yeah, I I absolutely love that. And as you were saying that, you know, I'm definitely a huge supporter of, like you said, the cumulative effect, but so consistency, right? Like being as consistent as possible. And I think what you've said in terms of, you know, just one change, like one healthy meal isn't going to get you to your goal, right? And similarly on the reverse, right? Like one choice that maybe you're not so happy with making isn't going to ruin your progress to that goal, right? It's what we do the majority of the time. So if you ate a pizza on Friday, it doesn't mean that you've backtracked and you've sabotaged all the process sorry progress that you've that you've made you know it's what we choose to do the majority of the time and really focusing on being consistent that's going to get us where we want to be so I really really love that and I've been thinking about that a lot because you know like I said we usually put these really big goals in front of us and and for me one of mine this year is to be more organized that's something that I've struggled with 
all my life and like my whole family has made fun of me because I have a sister who is the queen of organization and I don't know how I got the short end of the stick and I am so messy but I've been working really hard on thinking about what are the things that I could do to help myself an early go-getter basically and I've really had to think about you know what are the things that I'm doing currently in my life that I could change to help me get there and I think that's the best place to start like you said it has to work for you and it has to make sense for you based on on where you're at right so somebody else say that your goal is to reverse diabetes and someone else's goal is to reverse diabetes they might have a different starting point than you so the changes that they're going to be comfortable making might not be the same kind of changes that you're okay with making right now so really thinking where am I at? What can I reasonably do? What can I reasonably start with? And just being honest with yourself about that. There's no, you know, bad starting point. Starting point is a starting point And it's just, you're going to make progress no matter where you're starting from. And, you know, it's about consistent progress, not about perfection. I think I say that to people a lot, you know, progress, not perfection. Perfection, mm-hmm. trying to be perfect sets us up it gives no room for flexibility. You know, it gives no room for having a little hiccup here and there. You just end up feeling like you've failed (laughs) in a a really negative sense, unfortunately. Um, So focusing on just making small incremental progress that will compound over time. I think that's really, really important. Yeah, I love that. And I would even add like not make a time frame your goal. I think a lot of times like yes, like I, I think with small steps you can definitely like make time frame your goal, but like with big goals like reversing diabetes, like I for most people that are listening if you're trying to reverse diabetes you know, I'm pretty sure you can reverse diabetes within a year. You know, that's how I'm so confident. But that's how confident I am in this because this really works. So I'm pretty sure you can, you know, do it within a year. However, you know, everybody is different in terms of how much medications they're taking, right? If someone has a lot of medications, they have to take off, like they have to be off of medication one by one. Or if someone's more insulin resistant, right, they need a little bit more time to reverse their insulin. Uh, insulin resistance, right? And so a lot of times what I realized is if someone says, okay, like I want to reverse my diabetes in three months, right? But let's say if they have a lot of medication, they're very insulin resistant and by the three months, let's say they are able to lower their A1C to like 6.4 from like a 10, right? That's a lot already, but they're like, "Mm, I'm still in a diabetic range, right? If you make that your goal to reverse diabetes in three months, that's such a big goal. And to be able to focus on that, that's actually, you know, very discouraging to see like, dang, like I didn't actually reverse my diabetes in three months, but you fail to look at, wow, like I decreased my A1C from 10 to 6.4, right? And so I think really like sometimes I think what people need to do is to focus on the small victories, right? Like focus on or or just to see where they're at. Um, And oftentimes, you know, I, I have clients tell me that they're discouraged because they had this like one meal that is not healthy. But I always tell them like, wait, look at backtrack a few months before like right now whatever you're eating is way better than what you were eating before right like don't you see that and I think that's that's what a lot of times we have to focus is really just to be kinder to ourselves you know not see this as a punishment but see this as you know like your own personal development journey to see you know that you can better yourself every day that you can cherish those small victories I think those definitely really help with 
just staying more motivated on this journey. Absolutely. I, I agree with you, you know, so, so much here. And I think, you know, as well as, I, you know, I agree with what you're saying about, you know, not having your goal be too time bound with those big goals, because things take time, something like that does take time. And so really setting yourself up thinking, oh, I'm going to do this in two months or three months leaves a lot of room for you to feel like you're not getting to where you want to be and feeling discouraged and deflated. And I think it's important to set not not just to set your goals on like where you want to be, but how you want to feel, right? So if you're looking to reverse diabetes, you're doing that because you want to feel healthier, right? You want to feel better in your day to day. Maybe you struggle with chronic pain. Maybe you, um, you know, you struggle with, you know, other maybe complications or other conditions, right? So wanting to feel generally healthier, wanting to feel more energetic um, and focus on those feelings as well, because that's what's going to really kind of encourage you along the journey, because that happens. Those feelings come before you reverse your diabetes, right? We we see people in, you know, their second week sometimes being like, I have so much more energy. What is going on? You know, <laughs> how did this happen? And all of those things come first and they compound and build to get you to that ultimate goal so think about how you want to feel and really be in tune with yourself about those feelings in the pro in the process right because that's what's going to get you to that ultimate goal mm -hmm. I love that and that brings me to my resolution <laughs> um so my it's it's awesome that you said that just to focus on how you feel because one thing that I'm learning recently just personally is that I can't have my happiness be contingent on the results, right? Like I can't have my happiness be contingent on material things, right? Like, because there's always not enough, like there's always inflation or like there's always something else that I want. There's always, you know, other things. And so that's one thing that I'm learning is, okay, like my happiness has to be contingent on this moment, what I have, like how I feel. And I have to make a decision to make it as good as it is. And I know this doesn't necessarily have a lot to do with nutrition, but I feel like nutrition has everything to do with mindset. And I think, you know, a lot of times like that for me is so important. I want to share with other people because a lot of times we think about, okay, I'll only be happy when I reverse diabetes. I'll only be happy if I'm at this weight. I'll only be happy if my blood sugar is at this point. And I think, yes, like it, those are things that are worth celebrating, but you can also decide to, you know, enjoy now, like make life worthwhile. I think a lot of times when we white knuckle through things or we like force ourselves or punish ourselves to you know I'm gonna eat healthy because I did this like that's always a bad cycle and that's not gonna bring you anywhere I think when you start you know appreciating the moment when you start appreciating yourself when you start appreciating your body you'll start to want to nourish it right like you'll want to start to be kind to it and you you'll feel more motivated to be healthy rather than feeling like you have to punish yourself to be healthy you feel more motivated because you're loving yourself more you're loving your body more and you know this is getting like a little bit more philosophical but you know I definitely feel like this is one of the things that I want people to know and just to be kind to themselves because this is something that I'm learning too is to you know make my happiness be contingent on this moment right now you know because what, whatever I have whatever I don't have it's not gonna you know have a long-term effect on my mood you know like, unless I really make a point to enjoy every moment that I have I love that you've said that and that's something that I've I've been having a lot of conversations with the people around me about exactly what you 
said right now and will help me have more peace in my day-to-day and feel happier in general I'll have less stress I'll have less anxiety um, and I'm someone who struggles a lot with being stressed out and being anxious and I really want to be able to you know be present and not worry about things and I love what you know talking about focusing on on how you feel and you know not too much on like the material or you know um things that are tangible right so like in terms of you know I've set myself kind of goals regarding being someone who's living with type 1 diabetes and something I've been thinking about a lot and I say this to everyone that I speak with right when you whether you're type 2 diabetic type 1 diabetic whether you have gestational diabetes I think a lot of the time we look at our numbers and we pass judgments on ourselves and there's a huge feeling of of shame or you know just judgment in general, right, over those numbers. So, you know, what you're saying about you could set your goal to be, you know, I want my A1C to be 6.0%, right? But what if you're 6.1? Are you going to be unhappy with yourself? Do you, are you then discrediting all the work that you've put in towards getting there? What if you get 6.0, then you're going to tell yourself, oh, I want to be 5.8 next, right? And you're not thinking about the actual process or how you're feeling during that process because you're too focused on the numbers and I've seen people get their A1C down especially people with type 1 diabetes but they do it in a really unhealthy way and they're absolutely miserable and that's not a way to be you know living your life and punishing yourself and feeling ashamed with yourself you know so I've been thinking about that with myself because when I I know that when I get my A1C results. There's a huge amount of anxiety about getting those results back. And I, you know, I'm getting ready to judge myself before I even know what the number is. I'm getting ready to either be disappointed, to tell myself it wasn't good enough or to be happy, but happy for a moment and then set myself another goal of, okay, now I need to do better. And not really, you know, relishing in the moment, how I've been feeling, what I've done for myself. So I want to put less focus on the actual numbers and more focus on what I'm doing and how I'm feeling and to make sure that I'm doing, I'm making the best possible choices for myself as frequently as I can, right? Because the consistency is important, but to check in with myself and make sure that I'm, I'm feeling good and I'm not feeling overwhelmed. And I'm sure that you see this as well, you know, with the clients in the program, but it's very easy to set that expectation of, oh, I have to be perfect. And then people can burn out. And I think that's something that we're always, you know, making sure that doesn't happen to the people that come to us. You know, we don't want you to pass those judgments on yourself or feel like you're not good enough because it's not a way to live your life, but to come at things with a place of self-compassion and understanding and and love. And that's going to be the way to really get yourself where you want to be because you're going to be in tune with yourself you know throughout the process and you're really going to be there and and celebrate every little moment right like there are so many milestones to celebrate along the way before getting to your big goal and you have to celebrate those moments you have to celebrate yourself and like all of the great choices that you make for yourself every day you can't just not you know give yourself the credit that that you deserve I just think everyone needs to give themselves more love and appreciation throughout the process so I'm really happy that you you know, touched on that and really just focusing on being happy and how you're feeling as opposed to having your goals kind of set in tangible or material things. You know, we need to focus more. We need to look more inwards. I love that. I think what's really cool 
about what you just shared is it's reminding me of a lot of what my clients share to me they always say that when they come on this program they were just expecting to focus on food right like on what they eat and you know that's it but what's really encouraging is that oftentimes they often share that wow like they had no idea how much their mindset has to do with food you know how much they have to you know grow in their mindset and and you know not punishing themselves and actually you know to to learn to love themselves to learn to you know be kind to themselves and you know a lot of times it ends up in a in a way more like abundant program than it is you know (laughs) than it sounds like right because you normally people just come to us for food but a lot of times we do put a lot of work in in working on your mindset of course like food is is the most important part right because we're trying to reverse diabetes here we're trying to you know create a whole life change here but I think you know just if you really spend the time to work on your mindset this is gonna have a way more impacting effect than you ever imagine because you know your mindset is definitely really important to to be focusing on and I I would encourage everyone that's listening to journal okay like how how do you want to feel but at the same time like what are you grateful for right now like what are you grateful for like what can you relish in this moment and just to you know make a decision to okay how can I love myself more like how can I nourish myself more not in a selfish way but in in a self-care way if that makes sense yeah absolutely and I, I love that so much and that's something that I'm really like personally it's something that I'm really focusing on this year doing because I think it's very easy you know in life <laughs> to put your your mind how you actually feel in the back seat like you focus on so many other things and I think we fail to recognize in those moments where we're choosing other things before you know our emotional or mental peace right we're, we're focusing on material things or other other things in life and that's not to say that those other things aren't important but like you are important the way that you feel the way that your mind is really really important and just really asking yourself about how you're feeling and how you're doing and like being vulnerable with yourself and I think you would be surprised and I surprise myself when you feel like healthy in your mind when you feel at peace with your emotions and your mental health you'd be surprised how much of your other goals and things in life kind of fall into place when you actually come to a place where you're at true peace and like I said I think it's tough but it's definitely worth taking the time and like really checking in with yourself and seeing how you're feeling and doing things like what you said like practicing gratitude and journaling on a daily basis to learn to be more present with yourself because in doing that you're going to learn to give yourself what you need in those moments where you know you might be really stressed out or you might be feeling you know generally unhappy or something right none of us should have to feel that way and just taking you know five ten minutes a day to sit with yourself and and reflect on on how you're feeling reflect on you know how your day was what went well what didn't go so well what you could do the next day to you know have a better day to feel more at peace with yourself it's definitely something worth putting the time to do yeah I love that I love that I feel like we have a lot of good stuff here and I think you know feel free to you know two months in or three months in this year feel free to re-listen to this recording again or this podcast again and just to remind yourself you know like to be present with yourself to be kind to yourself um, just because I feel like this is always a really good reminder now before we end off Galia is there anything else that you want to share I feel like a spoken a lot today (laughs) 
I mean, really? like, like you, like you just said, you know, be be kind with yourself, check in with yourself. Um, in terms of your goal setting, you know, think about how you want to be feeling in general, right? Don't focus too much on that like end goal, but think about what you could be doing today to help you get there and celebrate the things that you do today, right? Don't think too far ahead in the future. Just be present because at the end of the day that's all that we have right what we have is right now and really focusing on how you feel right now and what you can do right now is the most important thing I do you love have anything that you want to you know <laughs> reiterate no I think just to conclude I feel like we had a really good conversation about starting with something that you feel like will work for you it could be small even if it's something that's short like 15 minutes of walking a day so starting with that and I think setting realistic goals but at the same time celebrate the victories I think that's really important and even just working on your mindset being present with yourself being grateful about you know where you're at and journaling I think those are definitely really really good tips and you know I just want to tell everyone that me and Galia are so excited to help you reverse your type 2 diabetes this year and like we said we know that this year is going to be big if you put your mind to it you will reverse your type 2 diabetes we are confident of it and let us know if you want to join our reversing diabetes coaching program we'll work with you one-on-one to make sure that you get from A to B and be able to get off diabetic medications and reverse your type 2 diabetes diagnosis. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. We will see you guys in the next episode. Oh, also, if you want to join our program, make sure you book a call with us. And if you'd like to learn more, make sure you check out our free training. Link is also in the description. And I'll see you guys later. Have a good one, everyone. Bye.